Okay, everybody, let's take it from the top. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Hi-ho, everybody, and welcome back to the weekly version of Disney Plus Us, where every week we take a look at an exclusive show on Disney Plus. As always, I'm Griffin Tonell, one of your hosts, with the fantastic, the wonderful Mr. Mitch George. How's it going? What time is it, Griffin? It's summertime. Oh my god, yeah, I'm feeling it, it. I am feeling it so much. It is currently 93 outside my apartment right now. I don't have AC in this room. I am dying. As one does when it reaches the temperature of the surface of the sun, because I I use what the rest of the world uses, and that is Celsius instead of Fahrenheit. Okay. So I hear ninety three, and I think you're melting. Okay, you know what? Let me come in here. Fahrenheit to Celsius. <laughs> it's like what mid to high thirty. Thirty four. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. And your fancy numbers of the rest of the world uses, which I yeah. I, I legit I will use the metric system for everything. Except for temperature. The thing is, with the metric system versus Imperial, I'm, I'm team metric all the way. The only time it really makes sense is temperature, at least for me, because you get a more accurate cook out of whatever it is that you're trying to cook. So I'll use Fahrenheit when I'm doing like recipes and stuff. But other than that, team Celsius, let's go. Actually, you know what? I also use miles per hour, but that's just because everything is here. And if I started using meters, uh, everything would just be screwed up and I would get so many tickets. <laughs> 100 kilometers an hour makes a lot more sense than 75 on the freeway. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, fair enough. But we're not here to talk about this. Although we probably could fill an entire episode talking about this. We can't, though, because we have to talk about the season three premiere of High School Musical, the musical, the series. That's right. It is Happy Campers. It is back, ladies and gentlemen. We aren't talking about Marvel. We aren't talking about Star Wars. We're back to talking about Disney. It's an interesting thing looking at the original content slate on Disney plus the majority of it is not Disney, right? Like the majority of the original content is leaning into the star Wars and the Marvel. So apologies if you're not here for that kind of, um, but that's just been the, the hot and ready piece of goss on, on that their Disney plus streaming service. It makes sense, right? Like, at the first year of Disney Plus, there was that big boom around Mando and then the big drop-off and then the big boom when Mando Season 2 came back. And it yeah. happened with the Marvel stuff as well. Like it, Business-wise, it makes sense. But God, I love these Disney series, dude. Like This, this well, is, I, I is I one of my too, favorites. Like, one of the things, too, we, we both forgot that the day that this dropped on Disney Plus, so did Light and Magic, the ILM documentary series. Which I'm watching later. I'm all about the M documentary series. So if anyone wants to come on to talk to us about ILM's new documentary on Disney Plus, please do it so I have an hour to two two hours to just gush about my love of visual effects and how ILM is the best at it. Yeah, dude, like, mark my words, we have not watched it yet, and we will do an episode on Light and Magic. Uh, We just need the right guest. This is going to be... Mark my words, this is going to be the Imagineering Story episode part two, where we yeah. just go for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait. Uh, but no, we're talking about High School Musical, the musical, the series, uh, season three, episode one. So before we really get into that, we've talked a lot about the show on other shows, but just to get a recap, Mitch, where were you coming into this episode in terms of the series? Absolutely adore it. I I had such a fun time. Like the it's the the campy meta nature of the series. The fact that it is a 
series fall like a mockumentary series following kids performing high school musicals and in the first season at least based on the movie high school musical which is fictionally based to take place at the high school like it's there's, there's so much it's so fun with how it deals with the campiness of this all and i think that carries into this as well i am a little concerned that this series or this season specifically might go a little over the top with the campiness with the fact that they're drawing inspiration from high school musical two and camp rock and frozen. Like there just might be too, not enough time to, to deliver and it'll, it'll rely a lot on that campiness, but either way I'm on board for this ride Griffin. I'm ready to go. Yeah. There's a joke in there that had to be real concern, but we'll get there. Um, yeah. No, I love this show. Like this show is one of those shows where it's like, it takes me right back to theater kid roots. Like, that is fully where I go with this show. I'm Watching this episode especially totally brought me back. And that's what I watched the show for. It's so great. And it's like, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. After doing, like, all of these super heavy Marvel shows, whether it be Miss Marvel, whether it be Moon Knight, whether it was us talking about um, Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> like, we, these are some heavy things in, like, the Marvel and Star Wars zones. Coming here is a breath of fresh air. This show is I'm, always amazing. I'm also very much looking forward to, I don't know if we're going to do it simultaneously, if we'll do one episode at the end of the season on She-Hulk, the next major Disney Plus original streaming series. But I also feel like that's going to be, like we just got the trailers out of Comic-Con, and if you haven't already, go and listen to the, what, two and a half hour rabbit hole we go down in terms of Marvel announcements and speculation and all that jazz. That was a lot of fun. But the trailer we got at a Comic-Con for She-Hulk makes me feel like it's going to bring a little more of that levity that I'm looking for, this 30 to 40 minute TV comedy. And that's exactly what this episode delivered for me, like a, a crisp 34 minutes. Here's the premise of the season. We've already got drama. We're ready to go. Let's hit the ground running without like five or six of the series regulars. Yeah, it's and I, I think that's one of like the best things is like you don't need them. You don't need everybody here. Like all, every character, I need, I almost need every. Red. I, need I mean, Big, Big Red. Red's great. <laughs> that, that is totally fair. But like every character is amazing within their own right, and that's what this show manages to nail, especially with one of the storylines that they're going to be going down. But 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 to kind of get into that, we do have to go full spoilers at this point. So we are going to go full spoilers in the show. Remember, folks, this is not a plot recap like we do in the Big Show. It is just full reactions, so get out of here if you don't want to see spoilers. Go watch the episode, come back. It's the best one about these ones. They're like 30, 35 minutes at most. It's great. It'll be even shorter, because this episode is not very long, and that's what I love about it. Mm -hmm. Coming in here, like, yeah, like, this ep like one of the major storylines in this season is going to be Nini getting out of there. Because, like, Olivia Rodrigo is now a guest star on the show. Like, she isn't a main star, and with how much her career is picked up, I'm not surprised by that in the slightest. And, like, they're also kind of moving some things to make some more of the cast main stars, uh, particularly um, Gina, played by Sophia Wiley, who I love this character. So I'm so fantastic. Yes, absolutely. It's it's I I didn't like what they were doing with Lily and uh, Ricky right off the bat. Like, they just, just automatic. Like, immediately, I'm like, oh, no, this is giving me the heebie-jeebies. Thankfully, that resolves relatively quick and Ricky heads off to camp. But it it felt like, oh, this is how we're replacing Olivia Rodrigo in the show. 
and I'm just like, I ain't about this life. <laughs> they and we do get out a bit, of that so fast. We do, get a, we, we do get way more time with Nini and Miss Jen than I thought we would, knowing that they're not going to be regulars this season. And it'll be interesting to see what Nini's plot is, which it is very much not. I don't know how it's going to tie back to everyone else being at camp, but like it, it seems like it's going to have nothing to do with what everyone else is up to. So I'm very curious to see how that goes. And then also to see, I mean, inevitably, we, we know that season four of this show has been confirmed. It, it was confirmed well before the premiere of season three. <laughs> I imagine at that point, they dropped they the, off the show completely. Yeah, they dropped a promo for season three and then a season four announcement on the same day back like four months ago it feels like but yeah like i'm honestly i'm, I'm kind of fine with her going her own way and doing that and I, it's, I do think we're still gonna see a good amount of that this season but like go do your thing i think that's like one of the favorite my favorite things about this is it's like yeah this show is clearly gonna grow with the actors and actresses on it and that is that's cool to me like it's just the nature of the the industry and you look at High School Musical and what that did for the careers of uh, Zac Efron, of Vanessa Hudgens, and not really anybody else. So it, it's also one of... As far as keeping him in Disney, but... Disney, sure. And I think it, 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 it's funny seeing him pop up in this of, oh yeah, he's such a big... I'm like, Corbin Blue is not a big celebrity. Like, most people don't forget, like, band geeks freaking out of it at camp, like, theater geeks, that makes sense. But like... He didn't do what the Zac Efron's or Vanessa Hudgens of the world Say, did. What's he been in since? Not a lot. He was in <laughs> that uh, skipping movie for Disney, I think. That was the thing, right? The jump rope know. one? Yeah, wasn't he in that? He was, but I, was that after High School Musical? I thought that was I want to say it was during. Yeah. Um, oh, he was on an episode of Psych. He was in an episode of Supergirl. See? But that's what I mean. Like he did a lot of stuff, but he didn't really huh. blow up in the a similar yeah, fashion to Zach Efron did for a few years and and Vanessa Hudgens and when her career is done. Um Jump In. Jump In was the name of the movie. <laughs> and that came out after high school musical. So after the first one, before the second one. Oh god, he's doing Hallmark Christmas movies. That's where that's where you know where he's at. Yep. So it was fun to see him pop up here. And I, I love the idea that they're making a documentary about the musical Frozen being conducted at a camp for the first time in the series, High School Musical, the musical, the series. And I can guarantee it. I will guarantee it right now. The week after this finale premieres, that documentary drops on Disney. Plus. Absolutely. Like that. They, is... did, they did not go through all that effort to plug Disney Plus even though you're already on it to watch this damn show to say they're making a documentary and not follow through on that crap. That was the joke that got me the most in this entire episode. That was both like I was dying, but also legitimately upset me when he's like, it's a meta joke. We're getting meta with this. I'm like, you can't call out the making those jokes for three seasons. <laughs> like they, they took it so far and it still was hilarious and worked. And I, I do hope they still do some of that stuff that is a little further than it should be um, in terms of the campiness and leaning into the, you know, the tropes around the idea of summer camp and all this stuff. And I, I think there's going to be more of that. And I hope that by the end of this eight episode run, it doesn't feel too heavy handed. Although I feel like that's part of the charm of this show is to be heavy handed and it's meta references and things like that. So I would expect, you know, more cameos. I would expect, you know, oh my God. So we were, um, 
total tangent to this, but my wife sent me a really funny TikTok the other day. And I don't know if I sent it to you, but it was the scene from the most recent most recent season of Stranger Things. You're not caught up on that, right? I was say, you probably didn't because I'm not caught up. Okay, I did not. There's, there's basically this scene where all the kids are in the woods, like, talking around these boulders or whatever. They're just chilling in the woods. And then it just flips between scenes from that and the Camp Rock thing where they're, like, clapping and marching and stuff. I'm just like, this is so stupid. And I'm expecting that same level of campiness from this. Like, we were already seeing it with, like, a more pastel cal- uh, color palette in a lot of the set design, the costume design. So I'm expecting it to go super campy. I just hope it doesn't go too far because this has been a show that's always done a good job of understanding where it needs to be self-referential and needs to be self-referential for the purposes of humor. And it knows where to draw the line. I just hope um, they don't go past that. One of my favorite things about this episode is they have a ridiculously meta joke casting uh, Jason Earls as this camp director. Because it's the greatest thing. Jason Earls, who looks 45 and not 19 like he has for the last 30 years. It's the greatest thing because like, he spent so much time on Disney Channel. Like It was a thing and he's totally just not known. He's totally, it was totally perfect him being this just... This dude alongside Corbin Blue. It's just not something people, most people are going to understand, but it was killing me. Oh, yeah, we were dying too because like, Carver's like, they came up at Disney Channel at the same time, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, same crop of Disney folks, but uh, yeah. Like, guarantee these two work together at some point. Oh, no, they point. did because like Corbin Blue has been on episodes of Hannah Montana. Like, yeah. They've, they've been on set together 100%. They've been to mm-hmm. functions together. They I'm sure they know each other. Yeah. It was just, it was so hilariously perfect within that i also like really dig the new characters though that they added this episode of like we got this jet guy who clearly doesn't want to be there clearly we're gonna have that storyline whatever i wonder why he doesn't want to be there i wonder if he's just like i i don't know if he's just gonna be the loner kid who doesn't want to be friends with anybody or if it's gonna be the i'm too good to be here i don't know why i'm here and he's gonna turn out to be this like you know child prodigy and be I like super talented. I guarantee that's where it goes. I would assume so. And I feel like he's going to just be a, a foil for Ricky and EJ, especially now that, you know, Corbin Blue is only directing and hosting the documentary and y'all are on your own with the musical. So now EJ is stuck directing the musical. I'm not sure if it's going to be so much for them as much as it is for Carlos. Mm-hmm. With Carlos being totally uncomfortable with him and Courtney, the, got the phone joke. Yeah. I gotta talk about the phone joke hurt. I'm not gonna lie. That one was rough for me. Yeah, yeah watching that with my wife, she turned to me and be like, that would be you. And I said no, and then I had to think about it for a second and then kind of agreed. See, I'm the person that will absolutely disappear into the woods without my phone, so <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, no, just ditch the phone, dude. Bring an iPod if you really need music. Um yeah. Now we got that. Oh, we also gotta talk about the music, because of course Every single one of these episodes is going to have some song and dance. And they yeah, knocked it out of the park. They knocked it out yeah. of the park immediately. Immediately, yes. I'm not talking about Joshua Bassett's song yet. We'll get there. Um, yeah, we will. Because it was fine at best. It was rough. Um, yeah, the whole it's summertime. Like They teased the it crap out of us with that last season. I can just imagine them driving the 13 hours from Utah to California, just listening to that one song on repeat, like they're friggin' serial killers. Like, why not? Well, they had that like brief half second where they showed the Camp Rock album cover. 
Yes. I was like, oh, are we immediately going into Camp Rock? Nope, we're starting with High School Musical. We're keeping it with the roots. Hell yeah, it is High School Musical, the musical, the series for a reason. And it was the most like teenagers on a road trip as well. Yeah. Like when all of them get out of the car, switch seats. I was getting to it. Ricky's finally free. Song was good. I thought I didn't. I thought the song was good. I thought it was. I didn't think that. I didn't think it sounded good. I thought it felt very music video, which that's what I hated. Yeah, it didn't really fit the vibe of the episode. It just it felt kind of out of place. Yeah, they've gone music video in the past with some of these, and it really worked. This did. I don't think it's ever worked when it's just been one performer. Other than Olivia Rodrigo. There was I think one... she's got the charisma to carry a performance, but his I I mean, I can't really hold a candle to any of them. So I think everything that they're doing is fantastic, just because I can't do it. But it just it didn't feel it felt a little forced to me. Yeah, there was one song last season that uh Sophia Wiley had that it was just her. It was very music video and it rocked because She's well, I think that, that works too because she's also a very good dancer. Yeah. Whereas she can. this was like air guitar that didn't look very good and We're, jumping around in a car that was very clearly missing its windshield, which is a safety feature. You should not ever be driving a car without a windshield. I know why they did it. They do it for filming on TV and stuff. You never yeah. see frame or lenses and glasses, all that jazz, but still unsafe. Do not drive a Volkswagen bug without a windshield. Mm-hmm. At the same time, like all of this, like I still kind of forgive it. Because it was still like, I still had a good time before, after, and even a little bit in there. Although I thought him walking on his car was dumb and weird, but I can't think too hard about this show, if I'm being honest. Like, this is a turn my brain off, just have a, try to have a good time kind of show. Oh, yeah. If I didn't, if I wasn't recording this, I would just be sitting there like, yeah, I'm going to keep eating. Okay, so they've, for whatever reason, Lay's has released these flavor mashup chips this summer. So I've been munching down on dill pickle, Ew. smart food, white cheddar, potato chips, Ew. and they are sublime. The, the, the half of that sounds really good. Also, apparently this is only in Canada. Oh, Canada! <laughs> Woo! Thank God I don't have to deal with that. Not yet. We will get you up here. You will deal with all of the Canadian I'll tell snacks. You what. We, will, we will inundate you with coffee crisps and Timbits. Okay, I love coffee crisps. I love coffee crisps. Coffee Crisp is the greatest chocolate bar on the planet. If you have not gotten to Canada, I feel sorry for you. Reach out to me, DM me. I will mail you a Coffee Crisp wherever you are in the world. Okay, that is, is how good they are, and everyone should try one. This is a t- entirely dumb ch- tangent, but I've looked at these lays. Two of these look really good. This dill pickle and white cheddar looks horrible. It is the best of the three. Well, I hate pickles, so it's... I used... Okay, Griffin, we got to talk about pickles. Because like you, I grew up without a palate. And I did not enjoy pickles. And then one Gregory Miller came into my life with a dill pickle pizza at the Canadian National Exhibition in 2019 and changed my life forever. I'll be honest with you, Mitch. I wouldn't even give that the chance. I hate pickles so much. I gave it a chance because someone else bought the pizza and I got a free piece of pizza at a, at a, a state fair. And if anyone has ever been to a state fair, you know how expensive food is. So yes, I will take this $7 slice of pizza, please. And thank you and be very gracious and eat the whole thing. And man, I turned my life around on pickles on the, on dill, like dill as a spice, as a flavor. Ooh, 
Oh boy, it's uh, it does a lot for your palate. Tony yeah. Griffin, give pickles a chance. Not just pickles, but like pickles in stuff. So like I put, I'll put relish in my burger sauce that I make, which I got flack. There was this thing going around on Twitter a couple of months ago of like, oh, what are the three toppings you'd put on a burger? And my first one was my homemade burger sauce. And someone gave me crap saying that's like eight different ingredients that I put into a jar. But the sum is greater than the individual parts. That still so sounds like eight I, ingredients okay you put into it. a jar. But yeah, pretty much. But look, uh, you no, can try. Honestly, you, like, you're giving a, a very passionate speech here for pickles, and I'm still not happy. You it. can, you can, you can, you can change. I changed, and so can you. <laughs> okay, talking about the show a little bit more. How do you think? What do you think we're going to be ending up seeing here? Like, obviously, they kind of got this drama they're setting up with Gina, EJ, and Ricky. The love triangle is back in full force. With uh, this love triangle is absolutely hilarious to me. Considering each season, it's been different people, but also well, the same season... people. Yeah, well, I, I also expect Lily to show up at camp and oh, throw absolutely. a wrench into everything. That seems inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like EJ is going to get consumed with what he has to do for the musical, and that's going to sour his relationship with Gina, and that's going to be an issue. I feel like they're going to very much do that Camp Rock 2 thing with... Uh, um, I will say this. I have never seen either okay. of the Camp Rock movies. So so they've said a lot that they're going to, they're pulling a lot from Camp Rock for right. this season. Because, you know, they're at summer camp. In camp Rock 2, the main story is Demi Lovato's character gets held up in um, running and prepping the camp for a performance and spends absolutely no time with Joe Jonas. How dare she? I am sounding like so much. I'm going back in like to middle school Griffin right now. Um, But like, that's the whole story there. Like her getting so overwhelmed with it, that there's no time for relationship. That's totally what they're doing here. And I love seeing it so much. I'm also really curious to see the like how things go with um with the new characters we mentioned Jet, but I'm way more interested, frankly, in this um I don't me- yeah the other counselor I don't remember her actual name I just remember Gadget yeah she seems like a bit of an ass so we'll see how that goes with the whole bunk thing like I uh rub me the wrong way in this episode I get a, I get a feeling that she's going to be a little confrontational with the campers with the new campers with the wildcats specifically yeah. so it'll be interesting to see um and that character's name if i could find it but i'm not scrolling well enough on imdb I don't know, gotcha. the ultimate source for when you podcast um yeah it helps us no. so much it's clearly helped Maddox. Maddox. yes yeah like i can very much see this character going either way honestly like i could see her being a huge help i could see her being a huge detriment ultimately it's gonna depend it feels like though we're getting like the other side of the camp through her like yeah and i i I love that we got this whole camp opening sequence before they introduced corbin blue and the premise of the season um where they're all singing this song and the wildcats are there like yeah this is fun i guess and then by the end of it that is the uh, most real shit when you show up to a summer camp they're drinking some kool-aid at this camp i'm like yeah it is when you show up to a summer camp for the first time it feels like you're joining a cult Maybe that's because I was sent to religious summer camps as a young child. But I mean, that does sound like a cult. As someone who was brought up Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hard left turn out of that. Now, I'm really excited for this. I also love that just 
another thing of like just things they set up at the very beginning of the show that they're bringing back like the camp this camp was one of the first things they brought up in the first season yeah which i was talking with my wife about this as we were watching it's like yeah this is where ej and uh, nini had their thing to start the entire series and it's like it's it's fun to see that sort of come full circle here and i'm wondering what other ideas they've planted in other aspects of the show that we haven't even realized that they're going to pick up as plot points either in this season or in subsequent seasons yeah i think i've kind of hinted very much at like what the main plot is going to be with the comment that um, maddox makes to ashlyn of like no one's the same after leaving summer camp yeah it, it seems like it's going to lean very heavily into like friendship and the power of friendship and like trying to stay true to your friends and who you are and and all that sort of thing of just like it, it, it seems like it's going to focus less on the relationships, although if, if we are right in assuming Lily shows up, that love square is going to be annoying. It's, gonna, uh, it's, it it's not even like going to be girl. a square. It's going to be a triangle with just another person trying to butt in. Yeah, but like the, the whole idea of the girls like in the in the cabin being like, oh, yeah, it's it's us three and it's Maddox and it's two non wildcats like, oh, there's the NPCs in the background. Yep. Um, and then in the in the guy's cabin, it just seems like there's they're, they're setting up this Carlos jet thing to hopefully develop into some sort of friendship. And I hope to see, you know, things go well for all the campers this summer at Camp Silver Lake. Yeah, I think I got it. that wrong. Uh, no, shallow lake. Shallow lake. Shallow lake. Yeah, because it's mud. It's not an actual lake. Yes. But yeah, I I'm really happy to see where the show goes. I'm honestly like. I know we're mostly just gushing, but I'm, I'm just so happy the show's back. It's gonna be. It, it's nice to have something like this, this popcorn style of series back in our lives that we can just sit back, relax, enjoy, and then talk about with all y'all here on Twitter, on Discord, on, I don't know, Slack. Where else do people talk about High School Musical, the musical the series? On Tumblr? On, uh... Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm vamping. Just keep going. Just keep no, I'm just leaving you out in the dark on this oh, one. <laughs> I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> nah, this is. We are going to wrap up the episode, though, folks. Um, we expect a lot of this. Expect a lot of rambling and a lot of random tangents while we talk about this show. Because as fun as it is, it's really not done to talk about episode to episode. At least for the start. We're going to vamp. We're going to have a good time. I'm sure Mitch will eat more. We're going to talk about dill chips. pickle chips. <laughs> and coffee crisp and any of the other canadian i can inject into this show okay but like really though i can't, i really want to go get coffee crisp now there's i know a place i can get it down here so i got an import store perfect or i could just drive up to bc which is only I would like go five to the import hours store yeah, yeah but, but borders are oh yeah. true true anyways folks that is the end of the show um uh, where can people find us if they want to hear more of this stupid if you want to catch if you want to keep up with all our ramblings on high school musical the musical the series as well as some weird thing that griffin has been teasing and going to continue to tease for weeks i would assume you can hit us up over on twitter at d plus us griffin is over there at griffy deephead that's g-r-i f-f-i-d-p-a-d and i am all over the internet at mr mitch george and links to all my socials can be found at mitchgeorge.com yeah, keep an eye out on our other content as well. Like I said, I've tried to be saying more in the episodes. Please, if you can rate and review us on Spotify and iTunes, I would really appreciate that. Uh, if you give us a fully written review, we might even read it on the show. I'm saying that. I guarantee you I will read it on the show. Yes. At least on iTunes because I don't have a Spotify. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Spotify has written reviews. No, it's just stars. Yeah, I think it's just stars. I don't, I don't know enough. Anyways, folks, yeah, keep an eye out for that. If you recently finished Miss Marvel, we do have an episode for that. We got an episode up right now all about Thor. Oh, we got Love a lot Thunder. of episodes for Miss Marvel. 
Uh, we got episode up for Revaction to San Diego Comic-Con. Also, Lightyear is coming out soon on Disney+, Plus, so keep an eye out. You can have an episode for that. Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness recently dropped. We got plenty of episodes. If you want to go back and watch those, keep an eye out. Plus, if there's anything that's interesting to you on Disney+, Plus, if you want to come on and talk about the Proud Family louder and prouder, if you want to come on and talk about... Um... Uh, bluey bluey is a thing right if you want to come on and talk about uh i don't know high school musical three if you want to come on and talk about camp rock two that i've never seen feel free to reach out to either of us uh or to the the show on twitter we'd be happy to have you on watch whatever you want to watch and 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 talk all about the things we love on that there or you know just want to laugh at like mighty Morphin power rangers the movie on uh, that there disney plus streaming service but if you've never mighty seen power either... rangers the movie only available on star in a region must start. Are we talking about the recent one? No, no, I'm talking about like the 95 one. Okay. Um, have you ever seen the first Camp Rock movie? I have not. Okay, folks, so this is me officially saying we will be doing a Camp Rock episode in the future, even if it's just the two of us. Because Mitch needs to see I mean, we can do it. We can do it while we're still doing this show, honestly, because it would make a lot of sense if yeah. we tie in. Keep an eye uh, out for that in the future, but that is the future. We are going to go now and stop rambling. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie released in 1995. Okay, and I should have, that was my first guess and I should have stuck with it. All right. We will see y'all next time. But until then, have a magical day.